Thanks for listening to Open Doors Live with your hosts, Mike Gore and James Kazina. Because of your support, we're able to bring the persecuted church to life. For more information, head over to opendoors.org.au. Here's today's episode. Hello, everybody. It is Mike Gore here in the studio, and welcome back to another episode of the Open Doors Live podcast. This week, we have another in-between episode for you. And for our regular listeners, we're going to pick up where the last story left off. It was in North Africa. We had just successfully arrived in country. We had seen someone taken out of a church in front of its dramatic style. And now I want to tell you about the journey that came after that, the one that was transformative to my faith. The Lord had just finished giving me one of the greatest lessons in humility I've ever had, having made this delivery of Bibles with no fanfare or praise. And as we headed out, we began speaking with members of the church. A pastor came up to us and asked our contact if a brother in the church could share his story with me. I eagerly said yes. And as I stood there, in a church where outside a suicide bomber had recently blown themselves up, little did I know the next 15 minutes would change my life forever. This brother began to tell me his story. It was through an Arabic interpreter, And he said how as a child he came from a really poor Muslim family. They didn't have enough money to pay for his education, so he grew up illiterate. And one day he said, God, if you're real, you need to teach me to read. Someone randomly gave him an Arabic Bible, and he felt the Lord say to him, Read Timothy. He flicked through the Bible, and the one book he could read word for word immediately was Timothy. He finished Timothy, and he felt the Lord say, Read Mark. And so he flicked through the Bible, and the one book he could read now was Mark. In fact, he could no longer read Timothy. He said to me that the Lord revealed the Bible to him one book at a time and taught him to read. Here I am, standing face to face with a Muslim background believer who was formerly illiterate but can now read because the Lord revealed the Bible to him. Before we continue, I want to digress quickly, as the next part of this story will more than likely leave you speechless. Just to be clear, I grew up in the Anglican Church. I was confirmed at 15 years of age and did all the things one would usually associate with Anglicanism. I must admit, my minister was quite radical within Anglican circles, but needless to say, the idea of the Lord teaching you to read randomly, delivering you a Bible, was not commonplace in my theology. But what was less common was speaking in tongues. Now let me jump back to our Muslim background Bible reading friend because once he had finished telling me about learning to read, he then smiled and said, Oh, and then the Spirit of God fell on me and now I pray in tongues. He begins to pray in perfect English. That's right, his tongue was English. If that's not enough, another brother comes over and begins to share his testimony. He's married and on this occasion was an extremely wealthy Muslim. Now within Islam... Wealth brings a sense of status and esteem. And one day he said, God, if you're real, you need to come and see me. And he told me how that afternoon he came home from work and Jesus was standing in his house and they spoke for an hour. His wife came home from work and he told her, I'm a Christian. She was not happy because it could cost them their house, their money, their families, possibly even their lives. And he said to his wife in a typical North African way, well, you ask Jesus to come and visit you. And when he does... We leave Islam to follow Jesus. The next day he came home and there was a letter nailed to a tree in his front yard. He thought it must have been put there by the postman. But when he opened it and looked at it, it was from his wife and it simply said, Dear Jesus, 
My husband says you are real and you will come, so please come. So he decided to leave it on the tree. A couple of days later, he came home from work and his wife was on the floor sobbing and he asked her, what's wrong? And she said, Jesus came and visited me. We spoke for an hour. This couple is now leading a house church and because of their decision to follow Jesus, they have lost their status, esteem, safety and wealth. It made me feel as I live in the hope of Jesus, but these people live with him. They talk with him, they relate to him, they dialogue with him. These people live out the Bible. It's not an old historic fable, it is life, it is real and they live it. Where is that in my faith? is what I was left asking myself. I remember not long after this encounter, chatting with some of our guys on the ground as I tried to get my mind around everything I'd just heard. We began speaking about the Bible and the importance of scriptures. I was still trying to reconcile the fact that I have several Bibles sitting on my shelf at home, many of which I rarely reference or read. And here I was in a country that desperately needed Bibles. But more than that, they placed an extreme value on them. As I spoke with our contact, they told me, Well, the Bible is alive and Jesus still walks with us. The verse about where three or more are gathered, we believe it and talk as though he, the Holy Spirit, is in the room with us. It was a powerful statement and it started to dislodge much of the complacency with which I approached the Word of God. Following this conversation, I asked my friends if they had a message for the Australian church and they said word for word the following. That God is alive and that He walks with us every day to believe the Bible as the living Word of God and know that it is as relevant today as it was 2,000 years ago. A Christian without a Bible is like a soldier without a weapon. I followed this up with a question. Would you ever like to move to Australia? And they responded, we have relatives who live there and they tell us there is a church on almost every corner and most of you don't care. Here in North Africa, we're at the centre of God's will for our lives and that may mean dying for him, but we believe it is the safest place for us to be. I remember thinking to myself that quite honestly I couldn't wait to get out of North Africa and back to the safety of Sydney and here are these guys telling me their desire is to stay despite the risks and pressure on outworking their faith. It's almost as though my faith and trust in God is defined by his provision of safety whereas their trust and faith in God, well it's based on obedience no matter the cost. It was yet another moment where the past 30 years of serving Jesus was beginning to unravel for me and a whole new viewpoint on what it meant to truly follow Jesus was emerging. It was a viewpoint defined by obedience, trust, passion, courage and commitment. Not a faith suffocated by safety, lethargy, complacency and routine. North Africa It's fast becoming the undoing of my faith, and as much as I struggled to admit it to you, I knew it was right, good, and healthy, albeit challenging and confronting. This in-between episode has been all about the value of Scripture. Let me ask you a question. What value do you place on Scripture?
This month, we're asking our listeners to help get the Word of God into 16 countries across Asia. In some of these places, you can't even print the Bible, and their understanding of the Gospel and what Jesus did for them is limited. If you want to be part of this, well, visit us online at opendoors.org.au because I promise you, your help will make a difference to people who share our faith, but not our freedom. Thanks so much for listening. We'll catch you next time on the Open Doors Live podcast. And just a quick note before we go, our awesome producer, Bethany, is on her honeymoon. There may be a little bit of a delay in some of the episodes coming up, but we will be back with you on a regular release schedule as soon as she's back from her honeymoon. Thanks so much for listening. Please like, share, rate, review, and spread the word as far and wide as you can about this Open Doors Live podcast. Thanks for listening to this in-between episode by Open Doors Live. If you'd like to hear what happened in the last episode, you can find us where you listen to all your favourite podcasts.